Father God, we once again thank you for your presence. As your children are sitting at your feet with an expectant heart, meet every one of our needs. Hide me behind your cross. Fill me with your spirit. Lord, unite us once again by thy spirit alone. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I did not, could not hear any amen. ಹೇಳಿದ್ದ and uh, even in the prayer always i used to say that god confirms god's word as god was reminding me of this year as we started this year and declared this year as the year of the word of god and the pastor very well reminded us with a precept and the promise of this year actually i am supposed to do that in fact i have taken for the promise of the month so in that case it is sure that we are in his presence god has something for us to be reminded today and as we all of us we know we started this year with the word of god and we are going on hearing about his word and all sort of this covid 19 came and all of our messages are turned to the present or the very relevant messages suiting to our situation so all the messages what god has spoken to us so far is really very much blessed and it remains in our hearts once again as we are ending to the year of this year and once again god reminded me so i titled the message today what god's word does in our life what god's word does in our life before we go to the slide and i read few verses from nehemiah chapter 8 verse 3 i will read it then he read from it in the open square that was in front of the water water gate from morning until midday before the men and women and those who could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive to the book of the law verse 5 and Ezra open the book in the sight of the all the people and he was standing above all the people and when he opened it all the people stood up and Ezra blessed the lord the great god and all the people answered amen amen 
were lifting up their hands and they bowed their heads and worshiped the lord with their faces to the ground dear children of god what we understand from here it is about the word of god how important it is in the old testament time the word was there but it is only with some only one person it is a scroll one person the selected chosen priest the levite the priest they are supposed to read everyone should just listen that's what happened in the place where we are i read it so reading the word of god is most important for them they respect they honor that much to the word so the person who can read well as much as better opportunity of knowing and understanding god's word than the person who has to rely upon what others tell about the word of god i hope you understand instead of hearing from somebody it is better to know ourselves the word so the reading of the word of god is a very important part of communicating god's word to god's people so that was the system followed in the olden days the public scripture scripture reading was the regular part of the worship service in israel and in the early church today we are blessed above all the people in the history for not only does everyone know how to read but there is you know copies of bible available to every one of us in these days in this junction i would like to ask you if i ask one question do you have the word of god with you everyone may say yes am i right everyone will say yes i have the word of god and what is the form of you are having your word of god and where you have the word of god makes the difference if i ask you the question some of you may say i have the word of god in my mobile i have the word of god in my laptop i have a word of god in different way i have a word of god in the as a hard copy you can say that you can show it this is the word of god i have it how many of you have the hard copy of the bible with you and we are very much blessed it is not only one we have we have a number of bibles in our bookcases but whatever or how many copies we have that won't make any sense what i mean it is not the matter of having the word of god and where we have the word of god is most important that is that word should be in our mind in our heart not only more apart from the hard copies apart from all i didn't say anything is wrong apart from that it is much much better 
you have the word in your heart so all of us we may have that's what even the john 11 i what he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god where is the word now so the word was before the foundation of the world the word was before the creation of this world but where is the word now is that word is in us that makes the difference in this world so here there are some suggestion to aid you in receiving the greatest benefit of reading the bible so i come to how to read the bible brother you can present the first slide psalm 119 verse 18 says psalm it says open my eyes that i may see wondrous things from your law so read the bible prayerfully we should ask the spirit of god to meet your heart's need as you read just i am summarizing it secondly read the bible thoughtfully think about read the bible thoughtfully think about the meaning and the implications of what you are reading thirdly read the bible carefully take careful note not only of the words that are used but also of how they relate to one another so it is a just an introduction i am not explaining much so we have many system to read the bible by chapter by book and many other way this is spiritually personally how we are expected to read fourthly read the bible repeatedly it may be great help the same portion over daily for a month's time this is good way for its word to take root in your heart if you are reading a short book read it every day divide along the book into manageable portions of two or three chapters and read that portion through every day fifthly read the bible extensively sometimes it is of great help to read large portions of the word of god through at one sitting if you do this do it at a time when you are alert and not likely to be disturbed during your reading then read the bible regularly it is good to have a particular time every day when you are habitually give yourself to the reading of the word of god read the bible faithfully inevitably there will be days when you fail to read the bible do not let your momentary lapse discourage you faithfully 
receive your practice of reading god's word then read the bible fearfully that is we should have reverence for the word of god isaiah 66 i found verse 2 and 5 just i read it for you what it says they are Isaiah 66 verse 2 the last portion and who on him who poor and contrite spirit and who trembles at my word 6 also it says but and who fully repays any sorry yes so dear children of god even the verse 5 it says the last portion but they shall be let the lord be glorified and we may see your joy but they shall be ashamed so here it says about we should have fear for read your god reverence that's what we seen in megemia when he was reading people stood up and they stayed for longer and it is a kind of respect and honor reverence and read the word obediently because the bible the ultimately it is god's will it is god's expectation whenever wherever whatever way god speak god expects us to obey him so since the word are reading the word of god is the direct word from the lord he is expecting us to obey so these are all the small guidelines exodus 24 verse 3 So the Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. Just listen. All the people answered with one voice and said all the words which the Lord has said we will do. All the words. which is the lord has said we will do that means we will obey that was the confession by the people of israel after they get or heard god's word through moses that is expected okay anyhow now we are going to what are the way God speaks, and what God's word does in our life. Let us see. Number one is God's word convicts us. God's word convicts us. There are many things. I just I chosen only five today. Number one, Nehemiah eight verse nine, and Nehemiah who was the governor. Yesra the priest and scribe and the Levites, as I said, who thought the people said to all the people, "This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn nor weep, for all the people wept, and they heard the words of the law." That is the conviction. one of the great 
proofs for the Bible is really God's inspired word. It is unique ability to convict men and women of their sins. So let us consider few Old and New Testament examples which demonstrate the life-saving power of the scripture. Nehemiah returns to Heather, returning Jews to rebuild gates in the Jerusalem wall. This great builder, wall builder, thinks the word of God to be important that he assembles the people and has the scripture read to, to them for three hours per day. This soon causes them to confess their sin. Nehemiah 9.3 And they stood up in their places and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for one-fourth of the day. And for another fourth, they confessed and they worshipped the Lord their God. Just imagine, imagine, one-fourth of the day, earlier I said it is a three hours, and one-fourth of the day may, the full day, it is six hours. If it is only day, 12 hours a day. So one-fourth of the day is three hours. So three hours they read the word, and three hours they confess and worship the Lord together. Dear children of God, those who are attending the church, this Bread of Life Fellowship, you know there may be some of you, some of them in the other churches may not know why in this church the Word of God is only one hour. Not every church is having in a denominational church is one hour message. When our service is two hour, the council decide half of the time should be for the word of God. That is one hour. Another half, the one hour should be for prayer, praises, and the other activities. So praise and worship, prayer should take another one hour. Announcement is for a few minutes. So we are very much concerned and giving importance to the prayer, even though we have a Thursday prayer or Saturday prayer, there is much imp importance is given because when we are coming together, not all of you attending this service are attending the Saturday or Thursday. That is why we have a part of prayer in a worship service as well. So the important it is, from the beginning inception of the church, Half of the time is for the word of God. The rest of the time, half an hour, half of the day, half, hour, half of the worship, that is one hour for worship and also prayer and uh, announcement and other activities. So what I want to emphasize is, important is given for the word of God. How important it is. And also reading the word of God. The New Testament examples. Before Jesus Christ left his earth, he promised that the Holy Spirit would soon come upon the apostles. And when he has come, 
he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and the judgment so when the holy spirit comes he will convict the world of sin righteousness and judgment john 16 verse 8 that confirms it when he has come he will convict the world of sin and the righteousness and judgment that's what the jesus said there are many instances in the new testament where we see the holy spirit using god's word to convict people of their sin at pentecost peter used the scriptures to rebuke israel for crucifying his messiah this sermon results in 3000 souls being convicted and accepting christ acts 237 and when they heard this they were cut into their heart and said to peter and the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do then those who gladly received his word were baptized and that day that day about 3000 souls were added to them so this is by conviction of the word of god so this is very evident the classic evident secondly god's word corrects second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 says as all of us know all scriptures is given by inspiration of god and it is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction underline that for correction for instruction in righteousness there are many symbols here yeah, just i interpret this one there are many symbols for the word of god that can be found in the bible itself let us go one by one now what are the symbols it is a mirror to reflect our life james 1 23 secondly it is a seed a symbol of seed to multiply the word which we sow should multiply first peter 123 thirdly the word of god is compared to a lamp to guide us those who are in darkness the word will lead us into light fourthly it is a sword to cut so the reference is given to you how we it separates us fourthly fifthly it is a fire to refine to purify us make us holy so the word refines us as a fire and it is a hammer to convict us jeremiah 23 29 and also it is a food to for our spiritual nourishment for babies it is a milk for adult those who are hungry it is a bread Matthew four four, so there are references many more. It is not the only. Just for an example, I brought all these things as a symbol 
how the word of God is related and mentioned in the Bible. So when you go through all these things, definitely it will help us the better understanding of how we should know, not only know the word and abide with the word. When you see all these things in the world, you should reflect the word of God. That is the as simple as it is. So Psalm 119.65 says, the psalmist says, you are dealt with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe your commandments. Verse 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. That means I walk by thy word. I will follow your word or the law. So there are times when God's word can correct believers and they are honest and unintentional here. Akila and Priscilla, a godly Christian couple, use the scriptures to help a powerful young preacher named Apollos. That we read in Acts 18, 24 to 26. It is one of the examples. Even though we are Christian, even though we are, see the qualification of Apollo. Now, verse 18. Now, a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord. And being a fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, though he knew only the baptism of John. That is the portion or a character or nature and description of an apostle Apollos. So what has happened to him? Verse 26, Acts 18 verse 26. So he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Aquila and Priscilla heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. See verse 25 says, he thought accurately the things of the Lord. What Aquila and Priscilla did they teach him more accurately. That's what the 26 last portion says. So, Paul, so this is the way correcting even in sometimes we may do errors like me. So I am open to everyone. If I do any mistakes, you are welcome to correct me in my language or many scriptures I misquote. You are always. It is not that being a pastor, whatever I say is right. What we exhort you or encourage you, go through the word. Search the word. Cut the word. If it is anything is wrong, unless you do, you, you are very well expected to correct me, whoever they are. So if you do so, you keep yourself perfect and you will help me too. So most important thing is 
we should know the word thoroughly and more of knowledge is most important and we should be abide by the word only that word will correct we should be we should be open for corrections if we say that i know everything you cannot be corrected so there are people in the world they may say that i know i know people are very dangerous to be corrected i know nothing people is always open for correction i remember always brother joji used to quote this i am nothing i am nothing i like it that is not only the kind of humility and it is also the openness for correction and also the word will has its purpose let me go fast thirdly god's word cleanses us god's word cleanses us some under 19 again 9 how can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word first peter 122 since you are purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren love one another fervently with a pure heart ephesians 5:25 and 26 husbands love your wife but just as the important the the the, the portion for us is christ as also love the church and gave himself for her to the church and he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word so the church also cleanses by the word as we are hearing god's word there are some areas in our life how god's word cleanses number 1 it can cleanse me from wrong thoughts what are the wrong thoughts sometimes we are tempted to think critically of others god's words can prevent this some one verse to but his delight is in the lord of the in the law of the lord and in his law he meditates day and night blessed is the man who delights in the law of the lord and in his law he meditates day and night on the other occasions and the fearful thoughts may raise through our minds the scriptures will prevent this also how do you know that says joshua 18 this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate it in day and night and you may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success so this is how the word does in our life in fact the bible will establish our total thoughtful life 
if we but allow it to do, do so philippians chapter 4 verse 8 to 9 that i will leave it with you i will read the last uh, verse 9 you start with brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever the things are lovely whatever the things of good report if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate on these things the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me see the see the see the sequence what you have learned what you have received what you have heard what you saw in me this do and the god of peace will be with you is any one of us among us who is hearing god's word now as a bold enough to say that or direct anyone to say that whatever you heard from me whatever you have seen from me what you have learned from me and follow me as i follow christ it's very hard to difficult because whatever we are whatever we know we the people find something some faults in us sometimes we do not know but people the world is watching whether we are we may be closing our eyes but the eyes of the world is open all the time so dear children so even in this situation the word of god only can cleanse us so it is also cleanses from wrong words of all the bible authors james seems to be god's expert on the sins of the human tongue in the first chapter of this book he deals with this very thing and shows the absolute necessity of dependence upon the scripture to keep our words true james chapter 122 to 26 i am not reading the whole but i will read 22 and 26 but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves we always confess this very often we use this word and we pray father let us not be doers of the word let us be not hearers of the word help us be a doers of the word it is very 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 most of us we pray that we are not only the hearers we want and we wish to be the doers of god's word but what is that the concluding is so that if you do so deceiving us if you are not only you are if you are only the hearer not the doer you are deceiving yourself what the 26 says if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart this once religious is useless this kind of faith this kind of following christ is useless it can be cleanse me 
from wrong actions, Jesus promised us this would be the case. What is that? John 15 verse 3. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Whatever Jesus has spoken, even the very word if you keep in your heart, that itself will cleanse you. So the finally God's word will keep us from wrong thoughts, words, and actions. Fourthly, God's word confirms us. John 8, 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. See the confirmation. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples. Indeed. John 14, 15, what Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Every one of us, we wish to love our God. If we wish to love God, what confirms it? Keep my commandments. Only when we are keeping his commandment. Keeping his commandment is nothing but following God's commandments. Obeying God's commandments. John 14, 23. Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my other, it is another benefit. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. See the great blessings followed when we follow God's word. To confirm means to fully establish your truth or the fact the Bible should be used to confirm the truth in our own heart. One of the thing is, the word of God confirms our salvation. That is the first and the basic. What the word of God confirms about our salvation. Often Christians are troubled with the doubts about their conversion experiences. Did God really save them? When they asked, him to do so. Are they still saved today? A number of verses may be used to confirm our salvation. One of the strongest is Jesus' own words in the Gospel of John 5.24. John 5.24 Most assuredly I say to you he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me as everlasting life and shall not come into judgment and has passed from the death into life. There are many scriptures and I'm not going to. John 3, 16, 627, 35, 37, 40, and 10, 27, and 29, Roman 8, 1. Roman 8, 1 says, 
There is therefore no condemnation to those who walk in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So here we know about our salvation. How the scripture confirms about our salvation. Secondly, this also word of God confirms the end of God in all of our life, some bitter disappointments. Aren't we used to have that? Undoubtedly, your most important verse of reassurance and comfort in hours of great need is very often we use this word Roman 8.28 and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purposes. This is the very comforting word when we are disappointed and discouraged. So in this way it confirms us. Then the word of God confirms our forgiveness when we sin. Sometimes believers carry with them an unnecessary burden of guilt over past sins and failures. Even though these have been confessed, they have if they have a difficulty in believing God's as a true forgiven or cleanse them. But time and again, the Bible assures us that all confessed sin is instantly and eternally forgiven. For an example, Psalm 32 verse 5 says, I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord. The result, he says, acknowledge, and you forgive the iniquity of my sin. That is further confirmed in Psalm 103, verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. In the Old Testament, Isaiah chapter 38, verse 17. Isaiah 38, verse 17. Indeed, it was for my own peace that I had a great bitterness, but you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption for you have caused all my sins behind your back. See the confirming words which assures us how God, God's word confirms about our forgiveness. So this is the way, this is the purpose of knowing God's word. These are all can be understood, acknowledged, and experienced only for the people, those who know the word and abide by the word. If not, people will be keep crying, keep worrying, keep fearing, and they are discouraged 
and they could not come out of from the situation. Finally, God's word equips us. God's word equips us. Proverbs 22:21, that I may make you know the certainty of the words of the truth, that you may answer words of truth to those who sent to you. In general sense, it can be said that the Bible was written to convict sinners of sin and to equip believers for service. Once again, I will tell it to you, repeat to you, the Bible was written to convict sinners or convict the sinners and also equip the believers for God's service. For example, number one, it equips for evangelism. Acts 8, 26 to 35, if you read it, Philip the evangelist uses the 53rd chapter of Isaiah to point the Ethiopian Enoch to Christ. I'm not explaining it, you are aware of it. Secondly, it equips for counseling others. In his two letters to Timothy, Paul constantly urges his young man to preach the word of God. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 3. As I urged you when I went to Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some they may teach no other doctrine. No other doctrine than the doctrine of our Jesus. Timothy 1.18, he says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. So he keep on encouraging him. 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 and 2. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Father is satisfied that, 1 Timothy 4, 6, if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ. If you do so, according to this word, what you heard, what you seen, what you learned, and counsel these people, the new people, you will be a good minister to Lord Jesus Christ. Nourished in the words of faith and of good doctrine, which you have carefully followed. Then it is also a kiss for using one spiritual gift from God. Your spiritual gift is an ability given by the Holy Spirit to the believer for the purpose of edifying the church and glorifying God. So usually we think that the gift is given to us. It is not only the gift is to you, it is not only for yourself or to others. It is here, it is the clear verses are so clear what it says. It is edifying the church and glorifying God. 
in Ephesians chapter 1, 17 to 19, and also 4, 11 to 14, Paul says, Acknowledge that God's word will provide us with the maturity we need to use our gifts in the most effective way. Finally, it is also equips us for doing battle with Satan. In Ephesians, the word of God is linked to the soldier's sword. Ephesians 6 verse 17. We know the omers, spiritual omers. Verse 17 says, with all, apart from all, those are all the different defensive weapons. Here verse 17, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So this is the only weapon to offense. All are defensive. So only with the word of God you can fight. That's what how Jesus, we know how Jesus Christ overcame Satan in the wilderness when he was tempted. Three times he was written and he said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Where did he come from? So whatever the way you are tempted or you are going through trials in your life, only the word of God can help you. As a conclusion, the word of God convicts, the word of God corrects, the word of God cleanses, it confirms, and it equips. God honors and is committed to blessing those who respect and love his precious word. We are all of us who are sitting here watching and hearing and listening to God's word. It is God's purpose, it is the God's way to bless us and process and keep us to live in peace. So it is the most valuable position that we own because it is his written message to us. From Genesis to Revelation, God reveals his mind and heart. Everything else will pass away, but the word of our God stands forever. The Lord is still on his throne and continues doing what he is promised in his word. When we believe and we obey it, our lives are transformed. What we see in this world today, what we are hearing on day to day, all are fulfillment of God's promises. So the word of God conf confirms about what God said in his word, about the world, about himself, and about us. So as he said, in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will no means pass away. Dear children of God, as we know, as we said that this year is the year of the word, verse 2020, 
and the promise as in the beginning pastor mentioned about the precept and the promise of this year and also the promise of this week and he let me the promise of this month what is the promise of this month how many of you know from your calendar of the bread of life promise of this month november you know by yourselves it is taken from isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 but i will read one verse before verse 7 also the grass withers the flower fades because the breath of the lord blows upon it surely the people are grass for this i read this seven surely the people are grass what does it mean our life on this earth is uncertain uncertain unpredictable and what he says the promise for this month the wait here chapter 40 verse 8 isaiah the grass withers the flower fades but the word of our god stands for ever the word god the word of god stand for ever the word of our god stands for ever amen amen to your soul amen Amen. 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 God blesses and keeps us to follow the rest of the year and also to see what God stored for us in the coming year. May God bless you. I leave it to.